You're listening to the Cell Phone Junkie Podcast, your source for news, reviews, and questions about the cell phone industry. Visit us at www.thecellphonejunkie.com. Hello and welcome to The Cell Phone Junkie. My name is Mickey Papillon. This is show number 55. Today, we are coming to you midweek. And with me, I've got Joey. How are you today, Joey? All right, Mickey. Ready to do this. Yeah, you know, we're uh, we kind of having to switch things up a little bit this week. Both of us are going to be out of town and wanted to make sure we, we get a show in for everybody. And uh, here's what we've got today. We've got uh, more iPhone news than you are probably going to want to hear uh, in the middle of the week, especially 16 days out from the release still. But we've got quite a bit of information to go through with that. Uh, a couple other stories, some some information on a new AT&T text messaging plan, and uh, we'll wrap it up with a couple of questions and comments at the end. What the heck is going on with Nextel? To find out, you'll have to listen till the end. First off, wanted to talk about here the iPhone. Um, there is so much stuff that's going on right now. It's it's just unbelievable. WWDC 2007 took place uh, this week, uh, started on Monday, June 11th. And the first thing actually uh, came out prior to that. And this came out uh, from, I believe it was a an employee of an app, uh, not an Apple store, but an AT&T store. And what it is, is it's a about 15 pages of the iPhone uh owner's manual um, and it, it talks about the different things that are going to be available on it uh, some of the good some of the bad um, basically some of the key points to note are um, things like if you choose to answer a call um, the video uh, will pause and resume once the call ends uh, there's a vibrate mode on the phone your videos will play um, in landscape mode um, which I think we already knew. Joey, not a lot of new stuff for us here, but just kind of verifying some of the things that uh, we may have had some questions on, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, lighten, uh, lighten the uh, listener who doesn't know what WWDC is. Oh, the world, yeah, Worldwide, uh, I think it's Worldwide Development Conference, I think is what it stands for. Um, ba- basically, the uh, the place where all the Apple guys come together and get to do some some work uh, together with each other on what they're going to be developing over the next year, and uh, I don't know. I I don't know much more about it other than that. Other than other than Steve Jobs had a keynote uh, where he talked a lot about Leopard, the new Apple OS, and of course a ton about the iPhone as well. Show There's an see. iPhone coming out. iPhone? What's that? <laughs> an iPhone? Okay. Well, yeah. it, the the feature list uh, from this manual looks pretty decent. Uh, things that we obviously expected it was going to have. Um, to be a revolutionary user interface, but um, you know the, the the bad parts. The the uh, person post here, uh, GPS missing, uh, telenav missing, um, IM conversations. Uh, you know that those things will probably be coming if they're you know if they dis- if they're deemed necessary. So, pretty much good stuff to say about it. Yeah, the uh, it's funny how under the good section it talks about MediaNet, Mobi TV. Or cellular video are not available. <laughs> the fact that MediaNet is not available, I guess, is a good thing in in some people's minds. Well, th- well, this being an Apple, you know, you know, Apple iPod iPhone replacement, they want you to purchase the media from iTunes. So those things obviously are going to be excluded on this device. Sure, a- absolutely. Which uh, y- you know is is one of those 
one of those things that I look at as is probably something that was kind of touchy for AT&T not having being able to have, especially when you look at their devices like their Blackjack and, and the um, uh, the HTC 85, or I guess it's the AT&T 8525, which were just recently updated with their, their software to include uh, these new AT&T icons to access those services. And now they're going back and they're saying, okay, well, we're not going to have that on you know the iPhone. But I guess that's the cost that they had to... Or the thing, one of the concessions they had to make in order to get this phone, you know. Well, absolutely, because these things would muddy the water. You know, oh, it's yeah, it's that for the stuff. IPhone. Yeah, it's that stuff that people. Yeah, I want to get an iPhone. Why? Because it's from Apple. Okay, what does that mean? Well, it means this is what Apple stands for, you know. And this is the kind of stuff that they're going to put out. And uh, so, some of that stuff not on there. Um, so, anyway, that was uh, that was the manual here, and, and like I said, it's about 15 pages of what we have, and I'll put a link in here if you want to go into it more. Um, but so you're you're thinking, okay, so this this iPhone looks pretty good. How in the heck are you going to pick one up? Uh, June 29th is the date that it's supposedly uh, going to be launched. And when I say supposedly, we found out last week that that is uh, the date that Apple is saying it's going to be. And then in the WWDC keynote that Steve Jobs made this week, he said, well, guess what? It's going to be 6 p.m. on June 29th. Whether or not that's going was just kind of something to say or if that you know, is the actual time it's coming out will be... Uh, will will be something that we won't see until the 29th i guess but uh joey you sent in this story here or sent it over to me here talking about some tips on how you can get an iphone uh what can we do if if i'm someone who wants to go to a store and pick one up on the 29th well it looks like the best thing for you to do is actually to uh go to at&t and get it instead of the uh apple store which we kind of talked about last week we kind of made the assumption the apple store would be the best place to go but uh this story is making it sound like that is not the best thing to do. I look at this and it talks about how if you want to get one from your Apple store, show up early. Um, if you really want to just get one, you can go to an AT&T store. Some of them are taking lists. Apple has said they will not make waiting lists, so it's going to be first come, first serve. And AT&T is saying, hey, we'll put you on a list and uh, we'll give you a call. And if you are there in the store when we call you, uh, we'll get it to you, basically. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, um, other tips that uh, News.com is reporting here is that you can go to Apple's web store on the 29th and uh, see if you can pick one up from there. Or the uh, probably the best way to do it is uh, just wait <laughs> don't pick one up on the 29th which i know a lot of people are going yeah but i i really 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 want one okay well then you know take your chances and and figure out what you got to do to get one at the store that day but you know wait a couple of you know wait yeah, a couple it, of days it, it really and it depends how many they're shipping and how much the demand actually is because if somebody does wait after june 29th they may not get one for a month two months who knows it, it just depends how much they are going to be producing i kind of yeah. don't think they're going to have that much of a shortage but you never know. The uh, Nintendo Wii was a, an example. I know I brought it before. That thing just still is not available anywhere. And they're saying it's going to be at least six more months. And it may even last through Christmas that it's not available. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, which which is pretty ridiculous for a consumer product like that. That has such a you know such a, a large group of people that want to get it. And I think it'll be the same with this. Is that they'll they'll hopefully do the right thing and they'll have enough that are out there. Um, but there's so many numbers. Some people are saying each store is going to get, 
you know, five. Some are saying thirty. I I don't know. There there every store I think is going to have the allotted amount that they set forth. Um, you know, we're going to find out within the next couple of weeks what it's going to what's probably going to be the best way to do it because. If they're not going to have a lot of these at each of the AT&T stores, they're going to say, don't go to the AT&T stores. We're only going to have this many. Come to the Apple store and buy them. Or they'll say, Apple's not prepared to handle all of these. You know, go to your AT&T store. Or it, it could be totally, you know, they could be distributed so well where they have separate areas set up that it's just, you know, you're in. Here's your, you know, fill this out, do this, do this, do this, and then, then you're out the door. So, uh, you know, we will provide more information as we go forward on what we can expect with that. Well, I'm looking here at some other places that you can get information on the iPhone. I found, a, Joey, a great site here. It's todayiniphone.com, and I found it by looking through iTunes. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but usually only once because I'm not a real big fan of, of either the content or maybe the, the host or something like that. Uh, but I found Rob's podcast. Rob is the, uh, the host of it. He's also from Podcast 411. And he does an entire podcast dedicated to the iPhone. And I found it by searching iTunes and, and looking at the cell phone junkie and what the cell phone junkies uh, subscribers are also listening to and uh, and found this one and reached out to Rob and kind of said, you know, hey, we talk about the iPhone quite a bit on the cell phone junkie and uh, asked him if he'd like to be on. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks here, Joe, we're going to get him on so we can have uh, we can have someone talk about who is focusing a lot of their time on it about it. So um, I will uh, will probably be mentioning this site again, depending on uh, how things go here. But uh, look to have hopefully Rob here on in one of the in one of the future shows. So so that's pretty neat. Um, got a great uh, congregation of information here, Joey. Uh, about yeah, the iPhone. I see that there's uh, there's many 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 uh, little articles about the iPhone and what uh, information's coming and going. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so anyway, so I, I want to thank Rob for uh, for for creating uh, this site and this podcast because it's going to really uh, be great for people today in iPhone.com. Uh, the last one that I wanted to talk about is about an email that came out from both Apple and AT&T this past week. And it is probably the closest or the most accurate information that most people are going to get pre-release of this phone. Um, and here's what it says. It says, get ready for the iPhone. It arrives June 29th. It will be an amazing mobile device. The best iPod ever created. Puts the internet in your pocket and it will have revolutionary multi-touch user interface. The iPhone syncs with your PC or Mac, just like your iPod, so organizing your content uh, will help you start calling, texting, emailing, surfing, listening, and watching even faster. Basically all the stuff we know, but what it does is it, it breaks down, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put contacts on it, so you're able to tap the name in your contact list. You won't have to enter any contacts into the phone unless you really want to because it will all be synced with the address book that you have on your com on your computer already already whether it's the uh, Mac address book or entourage Outlook Outlook Express even uh, uh, Yahoo address book so that's pretty good same basic thing with the calendar can sync with any of the calendar applications on your Mac or your PC namely Outlook or iCal or entourage depending on what you use uh, email first uh, it's the first desktop class email application is what they're touting. So you're able to synchronize with your 
uh, POP3 or IMAP email systems. Of course, everyone knows that uh, Yahoo is uh, the one of the partners that, that they're working with and, and making, making that application flow very smoothly onto the phone. Uh, they also mentioned Gmail, AOL, and .Mac Mail as other um, online services that you'll be able to use. Photos, the iPhone has a two megapixel camera gorgeous 3.5 inch display so you can show off all your photos and it uses iTunes to sync those photos uh, over to the iPhone and music and video of course as well is synced with the iTunes so you're able to um, pull all that stuff with you uh, the one thing that it does say at the bottom is it will require an iTunes account so to set up your your iPhone you need to create an account on the Apple iTunes store and if you already have an account make sure that you know your account name and password so that you're able to set up everything right when you get it. So anyway, so that's some information there that uh, pretty reliable information that came straight from Apple and AT&T. So I think that's, I think it's great. Um, you know, that's, like I said, probably, Joey, what we're going to see is, is the closest to real accurate information other than all these rumors um, between now and uh, the 29th, you know? Yeah, and the, the list of features that they described is kind of what everybody expected was going to happen. But to see it spelled out, you know, word for word, that this is what you're going to get, it's great, um, you know, for the people who are excited about the iPhone and for people who are ready to jump on it. And, you know, contacts and calendar alone are, you know, it's wonderful to have that sync up. I mean, many, many, many phones out do sync up, but they're not always that easy to get to sync. You know, sometimes there's some difficulty. Um you know, given Apple's reputation right now with iTunes and, and how they do syncing with the iPod, this will probably be easy to use. So most people will be able to figure it out and enjoy using it. Um, same goes for the email, photos, everything else. Um, you know, a lot of people who are familiar with iPod, you know, do what this phone's kind of targeted for, you know, having to use iTunes isn't going to be any problem. And it's going to be easy. All, yeah, it's going to be easy. And second of all, the uh, interface on iTunes is also very easy to use. So getting a music and photos and video on the iPhone is going to be easy, which is why everybody's excited about the iPhone in the first place. So it's exactly what everyone's been looking for and, and looking forward to with this yeah. thing, you know. Well, I said we, this was going to be the last story. This is eh, this isn't the last iPhone story. I got one more, one more story. One here. more iPhone story. Well, you yes. probably cut out about four hundred others, but I definitely did. I de this is this is paring down, believe it or not. So, the, the, I love the title. <laughs> the geeks don't get it. Ten reasons why the iPhone will be a smash hit. I'm not going to read through this entire blog post, but uh, Joey, are we geeks and do we not get it? I don't. I'm offended. Well, yes and no. <laughs> First of all, I am sort of geeky, so I would say on features alone, of course not. This phone is terrible, just like the iPods, because, oh, it doesn't have an FM radio, and, oh, it can't do this, and can't do that, and, oh, it doesn't have this new thing. But you have to look at the popularity. Um, you know, the, the iPod compared to, you know, the com competition, it, there is no comparison. It just blows it away, and it doesn't do it on features alone. Um, it doesn't have the, the it, they do have the pretty much the largest hard drives now, but you know there are more uh, there are other MP3 players that have more memory and, and everything else. But it it's winning because of the interface and because of the ease of use, you know, syncing to your computer. So just that that alone is enough to say that the iPhone will be a hit. So 
and and what I want to do is I, I really want I really want people that are listening to think about each of these comments and how really a lot of the things that people are bashing or saying are, are going to be problems with it may not be for the, the general populace um, issues for them. So just I'm not uh, just take each one of these and just kind of just kind of marinate in it and think about it. Number one, geeks are the minority, and despite the popularity of blogs and the technical commentary in the blogosphere, the population still really can't, you know, do much more th with their phone than just make a call. You know, think about the fact how many people actually, other than the BlackBerry Trio and you know the Windows Mobile device users, get their email on their phone. How about downloading, you know, Java applets? Um, a, a what? Yeah, a Java Hua. <laughs> Uh, you what? Wanna, I, your phone makes coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Not even something people think about. Apple equals cool. Uh, Apple really has been, you know, the history of Apple was was pretty uh, up and down for a while. But in, in the recent, you know, recent history, we've really seen Apple come on really strong. Um, I have used PCs all of my life. And... I recently picked up a Mac, and uh, it's it's amazing how much I wouldn't say I have missed out on, but I just I had no idea was out there in the world of Mac and what they've done over the last you know ten years or so. So so that's pretty good. And and, and the people who are very big fans of Apple know what Apple can do. You know, it's not you know what can it, what can it do or you know you know what does uh you know what does their computer do for them that you know the comments always you know it's the experience of of using a mac and how easy it is so i think a lot of people are going to think about that people are sick of carrying multiple devices um how many people carry a blackberry and an ipod and they don't like certain functionality maybe on one or the other so then they carry a pda you know, and maybe I wouldn't say that the iPod's going to be a camera replacement, but they carry a camera all the time because, you know, their 1.3 megapixel or lower camera on their current cell phone, you know, is not something that they could just take daily pictures with. So sick of carrying multiple devices. We got a comment on that later too, Joey, yep. um, about that, how some people uh, actually like carrying multiple devices. But the general populace doesn't like carrying multiple devices. It's the future. Um, what is going to happen here with, with this phone and where is it going to go? Um, so those are just kind of some of the things just to kind of think about here. So pretty, uh, pretty interesting, you know? Yeah, I think so. There, it, I mean, obviously to wait and see what will happen. This phone may not sell at all, but with the amount of buzz there is, I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll sell uh, plenty. Yep. Okay. I, 20 minutes into the show, no more iPhone stuff until we get to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> that's we get, okay. Yeah, that's okay. We got some other stuff we want to talk about here. Uh, Sprint got another way to cancel your Sprint contract without the early termination fees. Roaming rate increases. I, I got to be honest, I have not, I don't think, roamed on a phone in probably five years. Um, I don't travel a lot outside of the, my general coverage area. Um, Joey, I know you head out into suburban areas in um, in South Dakota and in, in, in Minnesota as well. But are you ever outside of your your coverage area? Every once in a while, I will do some analog roaming or some digital roaming. Um, it's not very frequent, but every once in a while, uh, I, I will have a minute or two of usage. Um, this 
isn't obviously a dramatic increase uh, for the most part because it's, you know, maybe a minute or two, but uh, I could see where some people probably do use this a little bit more than than I do, and this could be kind of a... What we're talking about here is effective August 1st, 2007. Uh, roaming rates are going to be increased from 50 cents per minute to 69 cents per minute. So a 19 cent increase for roaming. And um, basically it will be, it does not affect the rate plans that have no roaming charges, obviously. But uh, you need to take a look to see if you have, uh, that's, you know, what's in your, your terms and conditions with Sprint. And you'll have to uh, you'll have to kind of look into if this is really something that's going to affect you and what plan you have. So, but you have to call within 30 days of the rate change. So, sometime within, um, I guess, before or within the month of August, um, if you want to play that game with the rep. Another way to get out of your contract. AT and T is jumping into the unlimited messaging game with adding unlimited family messaging to. Uh, some of their plans for 30 bucks a month starting Monday the 18th of June you can add uh, unlimited messaging uh, covering up to five phones um, that's quite a bit of text messaging so if you are uh, someone who's got a family plan with multiple lines and you want to you know maybe move to a lower plan and because you know you can replace some of those minutes with text messaging what a great option for you here you know up to five lines for 30 bucks that's that's pretty good um, I pay five bucks, <laughs> so that seems like a lot to me. But you know, at the same time, that's got—I'm sure that's got to be great for people, who especially who have, um, you know, we'll single them out. The kids, the kids are just sending so many text messages these days. Yeah, you know? like that one story we had a couple weeks ago with the uh, what one five thousand text messages in the month. So th- that's a great option for that. Absolutely, it is. Well, Americans are only uh, using cell phones in 11% of households, according to a recent survey. And uh, I am one of those households, or soon to be one of those households, uh, where we are switching, we're moving, and we're switching um, to uh, cell phones only. Uh, We'll see how that works for a while. If, in fact, we decide we do need to pick up some some more minutes, we're going to go definitely the voice over IP route probably Vonage. I know, Joe, you've got Vonage. We've talked about that in the past. Um, but 11% of, of adults are doing cell phones only, and it's pretty interesting that this is kind of the, the trend on where we're going. I know a lot of the landline carriers are losing market share, and they're losing their subscribers because you know cell phones are really what people are using now, and I don't want to as a consumer. For, for 10 extra bucks, I could add on a phone to my cable and uh, internet plan with my with my isp but for 10 bucks what does that get me it gets me unlimited local calls that's that's not worth it i i don't make enough local calls and when i do my long calling it's on the weekends where i have free minutes and everyone knows this song and dance and you know 11 percent of the population agrees with me on this one so um joey i'm going to ask you um why how are you using your Vonage minutes? Because I know you don't have the unlimited. You have the 500 minutes. How are you using that? And how does, uh, how does it affect your cell phone usage? It doesn't at all. I never use the phone at home. And if I do, it's usually after 8 p.m. when my uh, night minutes start. So I just use the cell phone anyway because it's already in my pocket. Um, I, I think our Vonage usage is probably less than 100 minutes every month because it's 500 outgoing minutes. Uh, incoming minutes are unlimited. Okay. So... Um, it, it, I don't, I, I don't even think we're breaking a hundred minutes every month on it. 
now you were able you were able to port your number over to that correct yes okay yep. okay that's good so anyway so we are uh we, we can't really call you part of the 11 percent, but uh you know you're you're part of you're part of the group that doesn't have the landline anymore so sprints moving on here okay maybe not but they're looking at moving on here independence day 2007 they're launching something called wireless evolution there's a, uh, a teaser page that's up on the Sprint site right now that will uh, give you a very funky flash animation uh, thing with a song and talking about music, messaging, TV, uh, navigation, and search functionality. Uh, that's all we know. It doesn't really say a whole lot about it other than you know we're probably going to see maybe WiMAX being announced. Um, we're saying that they're going to be rolling it out within the next six months, 12 months, something like that. Maybe talking about their new rollout of EVDO Rev A, which I don't find incredibly interesting. Uh, add, you know, just adds a little bit of speed there. But we'll uh, we'll make sure that we continue on with, uh, you know, staying up to speed with what they're doing there. But a uh, couple weeks from now, we'll find out where they're going. Palm is announcing a new device, the Gandalf. I should say announcing. These are some uh, some some leaked photos here of a device that looks very similar to the trio and it is uh, a little bit strange in that it has it doesn't have the uh the square screen the 240 by 240 screen it's got a uh, more of a rectangular screen talking about running on the garnet platform possibly maybe uh, a windows mobile version as well um it's maybe something that I would look into maybe not it doesn't it doesn't really appeal to me other than it's it's a little bit different than the trio the keeper looks kind of nice um but a lot of wasted screen space you know to Joey yeah there's a huge gap between the keyboard and the screen itself obviously there looks like there's two or three buttons in the middle there but uh, that that could be just the fact that it's an early prototype model as well um but it looks like yeah as mentioned in the story it could be competing with the Motorola Q and the Blackjack and just another entry in that line of things. So. It's a front-on picture that shows the Palm name and the Vodafone logo on it and an indiscernible serial number, but we don't see any side shots of it, and it's really hard to kind of get a grasp on really what it's all about. So eh, just kind of some, you know, some early breaking photos of that are out there. Um, also talking about Sprint with the Palm Trio 800W, and this looks like a... a uh, the next generation of the trio line and you know the 700 wx came out with uh with sprint in the last few months and 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 it's going to be about time probably q4 is when we're going to be looking at this uh you know some improvements to it including uh evdo rev a windows mobile 6 320 by 320 display up from the 240 by 240 uh 256 megs of rom 128 of ram 1.3 megapixel camera uh, Wi-Fi, which should be uh, new to the trio, and GPS, and uh, obviously an expansion slot like they all have. So uh, Q4, I don't know anything else uh, about it other than that. And uh, But looking forward to that one. That'll be an, a nice little upgrade on, on some of those features. Uh, and last in the stories here, Nokia debuting a media transfer client for the Mac. Uh, if you don't have a Nokia and if you don't have a Mac, this phone's going to mean a whole lot of nothing to you. Um, the story is, I should say, the the Apple, uh, you know, consumer is someone who really likes to have things that work uh, and work simply and uh, work well. 
and what we have is a, a software that allows Apple users to transfer photos directly from iPhoto, music and movies directly from iTunes, as well as games and applications uh, directly over to their handset. It's still in beta, so there may be some of the functions that aren't uh, out there yet, like uh, calendar and contact syncing. Um, but, you know, if you're an S60, uh, Symbian 60 series owner, um, with your Nokia, this is uh, this is something pretty neat because it's gonna it's gonna really help uh, the people who who need this functionality. Um, I, I and know. you've had Nokia and you've had Nokia's in the past, and you've you've kind of liked their interfaces, have you not? I I, do, I have, and actually that's what I'm using right now. I've got the uh, oh sixty two thirty uh, is the phone that I have right now that I'm using with uh, my T-Mobile SIM and. It works really well. It's nice and tiny. Has the FM radio on it, which I think is kind of neat. You have to use their proprietary headphones on it, which is kind of a, you know, kind of a bummer because they're not the greatest quality. But you know, nonetheless, they work. And uh, the Nokia's do a nice job. Before I got into the pocket PCs and and the smartphones, that's what I was using to synchronize my calendar and contacts. And I love being able to sync it. I mean, it was great. You know the. You know, I I wasn't looking for anything you know too fancy, and it worked well. I could pair my my iPack with it and uh, hop on the iPad if I needed to do some quick web searching. And, and, it, and it just, they generally work well. Um, Nokia's are, are great devices. They're, you know, very, very popular around the world and, and uh, gaining market share all the time in the U.S., that's for sure. And it looks like this application may only be for the S60 device. Maybe. That, that you, may, you may be correct on that. It does appear to only speak to the S60. Um, but if, but on the, uh, the 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 website it shows an N95, so I don't I guess I'm not really clear on their details that they're right. showing here. That yeah, that would be well, it's it's the software. That's what the S60 Symbian oh, okay. Series 60, um, which is running on the N95. So um, yeah, that's where that one's going. So it's it, I'm sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, don't mean to confuse anyone out there. It is it is multiple devices just running that certain software. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, on to the questions. First one uh, actually is a comment, and it's from Gordon. And Gordon says, wanted to comment about Telenav. When I had my Nextel phone, I had Telenav and used it a lot. I missed the application. My wife still has Nextel, and she's been using it for a long time. I would recommend, I would recommend it to anybody. Uh, it is very accurate and easy to use, with the exception of one problem that we have found. Uh, imagine you're traveling across the state. Um, when something has happened um, to work or family. Running software like Telenav and phone calls don't work, especially uh, if you know you're close to your turn or exit uh, and you're getting calls every few minutes. It doesn't work very well. So I have purchased a separate car slash highway GPS unit uh, for the weekend. I'm going to call Nextel and have Telenav removed from her phone. Uh, there's a workaround for the problem, but I don't know if that's going to work either. Um, so if you are maybe with someone else who has it that can run it on their specific uh, or on their separate phone, uh, that may work. But I wanted to comment about uh, about that. And uh, Joey, you well, actually both of us use GPS, but you use uh, a, a dedicated unit and uh, not on your phone, but. You know, I think it was it was something that he brought up that was kind of interesting. You know, we, we we keep coming back to talking about the convergence of devices, and and if you're using a phone as a GPS receiver, as a media player, as a, a camera, as a video camera, um, and um, you know, making your coffee, <laughs> you know, where where did is it really is it really the best thing? And um, yeah, so what what do you like to use for GPS? Well, I have a uh, portable handheld Garmin GPS. Um, I know the prices have just 
dropped dramatically, especially on um, you know maybe the non name brand or the high the high name brand like Garmin and Magellan. Those have come down uh, just dramatically. All the the, na- the nations built into it. You don't have to do anything on your computer. You just type in your address and it'll tell you turn by turn where you need to go. Slick devices. I know they're a little pricey compared to what you'll pay for uh, you know map questing it online, but but they are indispensable and. Using your cell phone, I kind of agree with them that, yes, it works, but it doesn't work really well. It's a tiny, tiny screen. You have to have your cell phone rolling around on your dash, which obviously most cars, they don't sit there very well. And it's just not ideal. And like you mentioned also about calls coming in, um, obviously since, you know, the data is being used that with that, you know, with the IDEN system, you can't have phone calls and data transferring at the same time, just like my Sprint phone with the uh, first generation data, I can't receive phone calls uh, when data is being accessed. And yeah, it works, but it, it doesn't. It's not good for everyday use. It's it's good for emergency situations, uh, but for the price, I think it's uh, ten bucks a month. Ugh. Yeah, you know, because it's not loading the software on your phone; it's just accessing it over the network. So. It's just, it's, you, you load software, but you don't load the maps, is what I meant. Sure. So, anyway, um, thanks, Gordon, for that. Next, we've got a voicemail here from Triton. And Triton is talking about Nextel. Hey, Mick. This is Triton from Michigan. My question has to do with the Sprint-Nextel merger and the lack of smartphones on the Nextel side. Uh, a little background. I work for local government as a firefighter. And we have Nextel. We use it on the fire ground for our daily operations. But I'm a techie, kind of looking for a smartphone, carry a Palm and a IDEN i880, and love the trios, but uh, have an issue with them. No two-way. And I keep hearing that Nextel is going away in 2010, 2012, etc. But I, I just haven't had any concrete evidence on that yet. Um, my question is, why would they put up two new Nextel towers in my township if IDEN's dying? Um, and why hasn't Nextel stepped up to the plate with a smartphone that has two-way in it? I guess that's, that's the issue I'm having. Um, what would be your advice for picking out a smartphone and still saving my two-way? Is there any hope for Nextel coming out with something? Love the podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, thanks, Triton, for that. Uh, some of your points there. Uh, you get, you've got Nextel, and you also carry a Palm device um, with your IDEN i880, and you'd like to get a smartphone. Understand that. I, I love the smartphones. Um, Nextel is going away is what you've heard. Yes, you are correct with that. They are most likely going to be going away, but there's no evidence of it. Um, you know, it's funny. I did some searching on this, and I found an entry on, on Wikipedia, of all places, talking about Sprint Nextel. And it does state in there that they're going to be shutting off their towers sometime in 2010. Um, and uh, so why are they putting up new towers? You know, you talk about you, up in your area in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, that they're, they just put up two new towers. Um, you know, what's going on with that? And if they're, if they're doing that, you know, why? Um, there, there's a couple of different schools of thought on this one. I think, number one, we're probably... Uh, where where they may be accessing or used for access to the Nextel network for the the subscribers in your area, uh, they could definitely definitely be something that is uh, going to be transitioned over to Sprint when Sprint comes about uh, and and wants to get everyone off of their network. 
the other thing that I was thinking was that, you know, it just may be something that they're they're going to do right now, and they could they could sell it off, and then that that would be it. I mean, that just could be the space that they wanted to acquire for the time being. Your comments about a smartphone and where you want to go with a smartphone. Um, I don't know what you're specifically looking at. Uh, there are a couple of them out there on the Nextel network. Nothing that I would say is is real competitive with the other guys out there. If you want a BlackBerry, there's a couple Blackberries out there. And I don't know if you saw the i. Uh, the Motorola i930. It has Windows Mobile Smartphone on it. Um, it's the 2003 version, granted, but it does have Windows Mobile Smartphone on it. It doesn't have a QWERTY keyboard. It just looks like a regular phone. But you could you could certainly launch and use a lot of applications um, that were compatible with Windows on there. So those are a couple of different options that you have there. And uh, you know, Joey, what do you what do you think about about Nextel or about what he could potentially be be using? Or be looking for. Uh, yeah, I f- actually feel his frustration as well. I was looking, f- you know, for a uh, a Nextel phone, basically kind of like a Q, um, somebody at the office, and it obviously does not exist. And that is frustrating because it seems so obvious uh, that they should either have a Sprint hybrid phone with the push to talk, uh, like the Motorola Q um, that Sprint carries, uh, or even some other options, but they don't. And I. It, it is frustrating because, um, and if he needs a Palm, there is no option. I mean, basically, you're stuck with BlackBerry or that old version of Windows Mobile. Um, and I know, Mickey, you'd probably recommend the BlackBerry route for him to take. Um, yeah, it's if the... He, uh, if he is interested in those three. Yeah, what the um, 7520 or 7250? I'm trying to remember which which number. Uh, there's was. the 7520. 7520, right? And the 7100, which is the uh, the, the the compact keyboard version. Right, that's going to have uh, the Sure Type on it. Um, what I would also say too, you're lucky. You, you know, you talk about, um, you know, what's going on with the two way on it because you don't have an option. Uh, you know, if you go with with Sprint to do any two way on it, really, um, you know, they have. Yeah. A, they haven't come out with anything really, really good with that yet. Well, and since he mentioned, you know, being in a fire department, that's also government, which means everybody else has the Nextel. So, it, you know, a Sprint two-way is not compatible. Yeah, it's it's good for, uh, well, it's good for making calls, and that's that's about all that's going to do for him. So, yeah, that's feel your pain on that one. I mean, that that kind of kind of stinks not being able to to get something at least from them at this point. Um, I think I think we'll see some movement in the next couple of years as far as them transitioning, or the pressure could have been backed off by the FCC and they could have been given some more time. You know, that's these these things don't just happen overnight. And while there's a lot of issues, and I'm sure you're probably dealing with it right now with the issues with not being able to sometimes use your fire department radio when you're at a call because of a cell tower. Uh, owned by Nextel that's nearby that could be causing interference if you guys are on a, an 850 uh, trunked radio uh, network that you use there in the city. So um, I think it's to come. I think it has to be. I don't think there's any way around it. It's just as a matter of time. Comment here from Harry. Harry says, regarding the iPhone. See, I told you we were going to come back to it one more time. The iPhone again? Yeah, the iPhone again. <laughs> One thing that I haven't heard anybody mention is that the idea of the iPhone is that it's one device that does everything. 
there are already some devices out there that offer this functionality. I have a cell phone that I can play music on, take phone calls with, send emails, update my calendar. But I'm much happier with an iPod for music, PDA for email, uh, and a phone for phone calls. I'm surprised nobody has talked about this. If I listen to my music on my PDA, when an email comes in, I have to press all those keys to jump over to the email program. Then I have to press all those keys to jump back. If I'm typing an email, I don't want to have to do the save draft thing and then go to the music player if the music stops. I just think there's a better way to have multiple devices. Uh, make each one of them small so they don't take up a lot of space. But components, for me, is way better than an all-in-one. Having a camera on a PDA is a good thing. I understand that. I enjoy having a camera on my PDA. I enjoy it so much, I don't think I would want a PDA without a camera. <laughs> um, anyway, so he, he then, uh, a few minutes later, sent me another email and said, well, I think I've convinced myself. You don't want to have a music player on your PDA because what if you're composing an email, entering a date into your calendar, and you want to switch to a different song? You don't want to have to drop what you're doing and switch over to the music player. Uh, you just want to pick up the music player and switch to the song. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's the way I see it. I'm not knocking the iPhone. My hat's off to them for creating an awesome interface. I just think that the music video playing thing is going to be overrated. Feel free to con uh, to uh, to make your own comments about this as well. Well, Joey, I'm going to let you go first on this one. <laughs> okay, I fully agree. I, I really do, because I like having all the separate devices, because they do their job so well. But, as he kind of mentioned... Having the PDA, uh, you know, having the camera on the PDA is a really nice thing. Ah, so there's a piece of convergence that does, in fact, work. Now, the, the, the trick to this, what the iPhone may do, is give you this integration with the music player and the phone and the calendar all nicely done, which means you don't have to probably press the 5,000 keys to change your song if you're writing an email. Maybe they'll have a quick little stroke that you do and it'll bring up a control to change the song or you just do a quick little uh, you know, swipe with your finger and it'll change the track. I'm not sure, but you know, they, it, I'm sure it's probably in there somewhere because it's supposed to be a media player to start with. So it, it's all in the integration. It's all in the device itself and how they implement it. Um, I myself use a separate MP3 player, a, a SanDisk version, that I, I can't really see it being integrated with my cell phone because of the way I use it. Um, but if, in fact, it was integrated well, I, I, I'd probably be open to the idea. So it's a great comment, and, and I fully agree with it. I don't necessarily like the battery drain on, a, on an integrated device. One, that was one of my major issues. I loved having the having a, a built-in media player, for example, on my Q. I loved it because I could just take that one device, but I had to carry a couple batteries because otherwise I wouldn't be able to make it through a day because I was either listening to music or watching a small video or sometimes even streaming, you know, XM radio on it or the Slingbox, and it was uh, it was it just eats through the battery. So that would be one of my comments on that. Um, but going back to what you said, Joey, and, and how they may integrate it and make it so that it's seamless in the transition between the two, that was kind of one of the things we mentioned in one of those first stories that, you know, they're, they're going to, when you receive a phone call, uh, it pauses the video, the phone program pops up and it, it allows you to answer or ignore. You take your call, you talk on your call, and then when you get done with it, you hang up and it goes right back to the movie and keep, you know, keeps going where you, where you, uh, left off. Um, I, uh, other than that, I don't know, we don't know a lot about it. And so I'm not going to comment too much about, about where you're going with that. Um, other, other than I do enjoy having separate devices. So, um, 
how how do you see um, battery life? Because that's that's kind of where I'm at with this one, Joe. Well, you know, okay. How long does your video iPod last, Mickey? I know you recently uh, acquired one of those. Fif- Fifteen hours on music, and I think five on the uh, the video. Okay, this is. I know we don't actually have any concrete data on this, but this is my hunch that this phone will be similar. It probably won't be as high, but I have a feeling it will be similar. I think they'll be probably controlling the CPU to back it way down when you're using it as a media player, music player. Um, obviously, it needs more CPU power to play videos. But I think that, the, you know, with the fact that it doesn't have the uh, 3G radio in it, that'll help save batteries. Um, they probably have some battery-saving Wi-Fi in there because, you know, people are used to the iPod. They're, they're billing this as an iPod replacement. And if you get this thing and it only lasts you a couple of hours, that's going to disappoint a lot of people. And I just, I have a feeling they're not going to allow that to happen. So that's one thing to uh, to keep watch for here when it comes out. I just, see what the reviews are. I just had an aha moment, Joey, and I think I, you just kind of skimmed over it, but I think you may have hit um, the nail squarely on the head. Why else would they... Other than maybe some some reasons with compatibility things with with AT and T, why else would they have put not put a three G radio in it? Everyone's talking about with these new the the blackjack and uh, the new trio how much the three G sucks down that battery power because it's in constant communication with the network, and the fact that there are a lot some people are going in and hacking. They're 3G blackjacks to make them so that they don't sit on that 3G network and suck down that battery all day long. Huh. I wonder if that's one of their reasons. I, I just, sorry, just had an aha moment with that. That's all. It, it very well could be. I mean, yeah. I suppose space could be, and maybe it was development too long. But yeah, I, I've, I, I just have a feeling they're really, that I don't think people are going to be disappointed with battery life. I I don't think they I don't think they would put out something. People are saying this thing is rushed. Nah, they, this thing has been in the works for years. You know, even after they announced it, they had a working you know prototype six months ago. You know, I yeah. mean, there it's I I think it's gonna it, the first version is going to be done right because that's what Apple does and what they want to do. So, Joey, that yeah. is it. That is the show. We are done with fifty five. So, I'll be uh. I'll be honest with the listeners. We have got a lot of stuff that's going on here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, personally for uh, myself, um, my wife and I are moving into a new house and uh, I know we're going to be out of town this weekend, thus the midweek show. But I did want to just make the point that we're going to do everything we possibly can to uh, try and get a show out at some point next week. If for some reason we go 10 or 14 days without a show, you'll know why. Um, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on and, and we don't want you to uh, to be down on it. So if you have any questions or comments for us, go ahead and shoot us an email, thecellphonejunkie at gmail.com, or give us a call at 602-903-4116 and we'll get your comments uh, and questions uh, played on the show for us. So Joey, until next week, thank you very much and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening.